season four of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where it's okay to be uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. And today's topic is gym intimidation and finding what movement brings you the most joy. But we're going to bring our own joy right now through our uncomfortable <laughs> moments. Uh, I'll start by sharing mine. Mine is super short. Mine is around food guilt. I've been eating very brown today. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those days. Yeah. It's one of those days. And it doesn't make me feel very good. In the moment, yes. But then afterwards, not so much. And I'm really trying to pay more attention to when my body is craving things. And like even right now, I kind of wish I had a green juice. Just which clearly my body is wanting more vegetables (laughs) since today was so brown. So hopefully tomorrow I can feed her more of what she needs. Well, that's good that your body's craving greens because some people's bodies don't crave greens. (laughs) (laughs) So that's good. Yeah. Well, I have those brown food days as well. I had pizza today. Oh my God, me too. That was part of the brown. Wait, but I had basil on it. Okay. <laughs> <And> tomatoes. <laughs> I had like green peppers and olives on one of mine, but I still felt very brown about it all. Well, see, there's the difference <laughs> there. <laughs> you can consider it brown. <laughs> I consider like fried chicken and bread brown. Anyway, I definitely had that for breakfast. Fried chicken? Yeah, I had those little um things, like those little nuggets and those little bread things from Chick-fil-A. Oh, I was going to say, did you go to Chick-fil-A? Oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. Anyways, anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. Now I want Chick-fil-A. Thank you. <laughs> well, on the note of today's topic, I actually went back for the first time in I think maybe three or four years to hot yoga. The moment I entered that room, I was... I perished, I think, (laughs) the moment I walked in there. I was like, oh, I forgot that this is kind of torture. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was uncomfortable the whole time and I was trying my best. But what I struggled with the most was actually because I told myself that I wasn't going to push myself, that today was just a getting my foot back in the door situation. So Mm -hmm. I know when I'm in a group situation... I I was proud of myself because I actually let myself lie down, go in child's pose while everyone else was trying to work on their crow pose or whatever, eagle pose. I don't know. See, that's how long I haven't been in yoga because I don't know any of the poses anymore. There were a couple of people that actually left the class because it was too much. It was too hot in there. It was too intense. And I was I told myself I'm I'm not going to leave the room, but I'm going to just let myself do what I need to do to not actually perish in this room so yeah that was uncomfortable hey good for you (laughs) well I'm glad you brought that up because actually it fits well with our um, theme of our episode today we know that exercise is good for us physically but it can also be great for your mental health In fact, according to an article called Exercise for Mental Health by three doctors whose names I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing, so I'm going to go ahead and skip that. (laughs) According to their article, exercise improves mental health by reducing anxiety, depression, and negative mood, and by improving self-esteem and cognitive function. Exercise has also been found to alleviate symptoms such as low self-esteem and social withdrawal. But if that's the case, then why can stepping into the gym make you feel like shit? 
Okay, Vanessa, so why does going to the gym make you feel like shit? Well, it makes me feel uncomfortable because I don't know what to do. (laughs) I know that there are directions on the equipment, but I often feel just confused as to if I'm doing it correctly or if I'm using the appropriate amount of resistance on any given machine. And I just... It's just so well lit. It is, huh? <laughs> and I know that's probably great for like safety reasons, but it I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just it's also not timed. So I, I feel no pressure to really go for it. So many reasons. And then there's also just people. And I know they're not looking at me and I'm not looking at them. But aren't we also looking at each other at the same time? <laughs> Like, are we really not looking at each other? Are, are we, we really all looking? looking at each other? <laughs> so that's why it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know if you feel the same way. I can relate to the going into the gym and not knowing what to do because I don't know what it is, but I know how to use those machines. But then when I get into the gym, I all of a sudden forget how to use the machine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, wait, yeah. uh. Do I usually put 15 pounds on this thingy? And how do I like, I forgot how to adjust the little arm hook or whatever, whatever it is. But um, yeah, I tend to get into the gym and it's been a while since I've been to a traditional gym, like one of the branches of gyms. Um, I have gone to my brother's apartment gym, uh, which is a little bit more comfortable but I know, I know what you're saying now. It is well lit up in there. Why? Yeah. Why is it so well lit in there? You turn the lights way up. Yeah. I end up, I find myself when I do feel uncomfortable in the gym because the machines tend to scare me or there's like hordes of people waiting for the freaking leg press machine. Um, I end up just doing stuff that I would, that I could do at home and then I get mad. So, you like, know, why did I pay to come like, here? Why did I pay to come in here? I could have easily made this happen at home. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't have gone through the drama. Well, do you have a best or worst or funny gym story that you can share with us? I have so many. Well, I think they're funny now. <laughs> gym stories. Oh, gosh. I'll share a little. Yeah, I'll share a little bit of the, the worst slash funny story. So I, I guess at one point, I had a free pass to LA Fitness and I took, I was into taking classes and they have like some dance classes or some like aerobic classes. I don't, or yeah, so I don't remember what type of dance, it was, type of dance, type of class it was, um, but it was for sure cardio oriented. And I have a slight heart murmur that, you know, I probably shouldn't be exerting myself as much as I was that day um so I took a cardio class it was fine but you know you get that adrenaline rush at the end of it and you're feeling good so I exit this class and then I'm like I can do the Stairmaster yeah I could do it for 15 minutes yeah let's just do that I was feeling good and then I'm on the Stairmaster and I'm not feeling good and I start like feeling a little dizzy and so I stop the Stairmaster machine and then I get off the Stairmaster and I walk across the gym to my mom who took the class with me and she was just chilling or doing something low impact um, not as intense and then I start walking over to her and I'm like huh I'm gonna faint right here in the middle of this gym 
And then I luckily make it over to my mom and I just fall down and faint. But it's funny because I remember my vision going like going dark, but I was still conscious and I could still hear. And I remember hearing my mom just screaming. <laughs> she, just, she yelled, she's like, someone get help. And then all I remember thinking about before I fully fainted was mom just chill it's gonna be oh my god it's gonna be fine mom just chill <laughs> and i just need to i need a second it's okay <laughs> that's the last thing i remember oh my god. and then i woke up with a stranger holding my legs up which helped because it put the blood back into my brain you know i remember waking up and being annoyed <laughs> what is happening and they called they had to call the paramedics so the paramedics wow. came that's the policy the whole scene i did in the la fitness yeah you were Never someone's went back. story you were someone's story do you realize that <laughs> somebody went home more than one somebody probably went home or was texting their friend like omg this girl at the gym totally just fainted <laughs> Yeah, I I never thought about that. But yeah, for sure. I I, the paramedics came and they put me on the gurney and then they were asking me a bunch of questions and they were about to put me in the in the ambulance. And I I told them, I was like, I do not need to go to the hospital right now. I do not. And they're like, are you sure you need to give us like uh, give us strict, clear, verbal confirmation that you're fine that you don't need to go to the hospital i'm like i'm fine i promise i'm denying care (laughs) so embarrassing i never went back to that gym yeah i could see why yeah so that's why i stopped working out i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and from that moment on melissa never ever never ever worked out physical activity and just ate brown foods for the rest of her life Well, wow, how about I you? Do not, no, I do not have a I fainted at the gym story by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, can I add one more thing? Please. I went home that day, that night. My mom was laughing and well, she wasn't laughing until I was totally fine. But my whole family laughed at me because when we went home, the gym is not that far from our house. And so when we went home, my dad, I told my dad this story and he, he for sure said, oh, so that was the sirens I heard that were coming down the street? No way. So heard the That's so funny. He's like, oh, that was for you. That was for you. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. I definitely do not have any of those. Uh, <laughs> the only uncomfortable, well, no, there's many uncomfortable moments, but one of the more uncomfortable moments that stands out for me is... I this I think pre-COVID was signed up for this gym near our new apartment and there was like a promotion going on about personal training classes. Okay. And I signed up with this guy and he's great and he just kept commenting on you have very wide hips. And I thought I don't do I? <laughs> <laughs> oh no he made you like self no he, he didn't mean it in a bad way oh he was trying to coach me through these exercises like because you have wide hips you should do xyz like it was meant to way. be helpful but he had commented on it more than once that i thought what are these wide hips i don't know about <laughs> who? <laughs> who who gave me who those are you talking to? <laughs> who are me? you talking to me <laughs> i don't think so and then I, I've never given my hips any thought. The width of them, <laughs> never a thought until that moment. 
And oh, then no. I, I think I would have called my mom. I'm like, hey, do you have white ears? Is that why I have white ears? I don't remember the conversation. <laughs> but ever since then, I'll occasionally think, is this because I have wide hips? <laughs> and it reminds you, me of that scene This from person mean Girls. changed your life. Like, I know. <laughs> that scene from Mean Girls where she's like, it's not my fault if I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. <laughs> Which is like not the same at all, but that image, that, that scene popped that into sentiment. my head. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, oh that's my, my I don't know. Worst, best, funny? That's my gym story. I guess that encompasses... It's definitely not best, but it's worst <laughs> slash funny now. And yeah. that person... You say that I, I was someone's story. Yeah. Like, that person changed your trajectory of how you thought about yourself. Yeah, now when I hips. squat, I'm like, get it, wide hips. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we talked about how uncomfortable it could be to be in the gym, whether you're going there on your own or having a personal trainer meet you there. Um, but what kind of workouts or classes or motivate you, actually motivate you to give yourself need, that mental health <laughs> exercise? I need someone to yell at me what to do in a nice way. Okay, so I can say oh, damn. They're yelling at me in a positive affirming maybe they're not even yelling maybe yelling is the wrong word they are loudly explaining to me in a encouraging way what I should be doing I need to be told exactly what to do and how to move Mm -hmm. my body Mm -hmm. for me to feel comfortable and also it needs to be fast-paced I apparently also need to be in a group setting and I prefer that it not be very bright I like the lights out that's fair so what are what are some things then that have been serving you well in the specifically yeah Um, sure I think one the one activity that makes me happy that I can do not in any type of gym setting or class setting is jogging okay that's a new thing for me this year and I've actually found a lot of joy in it it really helps I started off by just saying I'm going on a walk and then walks became walk jogs Mm -hmm. in which I would hybrid jog if my body felt so moved, but I wouldn't push it. And now I just can jog, you know, with walking to take some breaks, but it's really a jog. And I worked my way up to it. And I you used hated, to hate running. Oh, oh, with a passion, hate yeah. running. Yeah. And now I just feel the urge to run almost every day. And it started off as a way to. Who are you? I know. Who am I? I also like that feeling where the sweat starts pricking at your back a little bit. <laughs> who are you face? <laughs> I you're literally like a gym rat like gym rat bro gym like, rat bro it's but no. outside outside of the gym just outside. like a workout bro <laughs> yeah but it, it started off as a way to like calm my anxiety mm-hmm. and now it's just a nice way to release tension and just take a break yeah but that also then translated into cycling mm-hmm. so i'll do spin classes a lot and then I found my way into a Barry's boot camp recently. Y'all. And <laughs> Barry's boot camp combines running on the treadmill with working out with weights and doing those kinds of and Melissa's face is horrified. <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't be saying that. I used I yeah, I'll talk about it. But yeah, that's it's just intense. Barry's boot it camp scares me. Like it the, the concept and the vibe intimidates. Oh, I'm me. not gonna lie. I was super intimidated. With Soul Cycle, intimidated. With Barry's, intimidated. Like for the first couple classes, super just self conscious about 
my own pace and ability to do the movements and to follow along. But I'm going to tell y'all right now that that darkness really helps to calm those nerves. So Barry's boot camp is dark. Yeah, so they have what's called the red room. So it's... it's I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> so it's dark except for these like red like lamp light things, which sounds creepy, but it's actually very comforting. Like how you incubate like eggs in like when you mm, this heat maybe. lamp for lizards or something. I definitely feel very warm when I'm working out. <laughs> so maybe that's what that is. But those are the ones that make me feel the best, are the most motivating. I think there's something, too, about that group environment. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that works for you. Um, yeah, I think, I think the most motivated I've felt, I'm still navigating the particular, finding a particular activity that gives me that, that level of joy that you are describing. At one point it was running for me until I got stupid shin splints and it was just painful to run. I used yeah. to run a lot. I You did. Yeah, I, I ran I saw your post. I'm on the track. I'm on the track. Oh, I missed the track. I'm going to get back on the track because I did sign up for a uh uh race, quote unquote. In, oh, you um, did. That's right. Yeah, in August. So I, I am going to that's that's one of the things. I think I need to have a goal like a clear Ooh. goal um, okay. to work towards. So whether it's anxiety that pressures me to get out there or I'm going to suck or die, um, I have to have some sort of motivation uh, or like goal, I should say, to motivate me. Um, and then I think also in terms of the type of workout too, I think it needs to be a set amount of time so that I can also have that end goal, that end mm. time as my finish line. And I do also enjoy being in a group setting, but it doesn't necessarily have to be dark per se, but I do like being in a group setting so that the attention isn't all on me. I think that's purposely why I don't, I think I've never done a personal trainer situation just because I, as much as I would think that I, a one-on-one situation would be most beneficial to like target my areas I I kind of like being in that group setting so I could push myself yes but also stay within my boundaries of what I'm comfortable with and the most comfortable that I've been or most motivated is that I I used to go to this I don't know if you call it a I guess it's a boot camp gym where I would wake up I was that girl I woke up at at 5 a.m. and I had oh, 5 a.m. went to a 6 a.m. class it ended at 7 and I went home and showered and then I went to work oh I gosh. used to go maybe three times two to three times a week and that was the closest I got to being strong enough to do like a couple of pull-ups and I've wow. never been that strong ever since I saw <laughs> tears yeah I was that girl that was flipping those big ass tires in the parking lot and going for runs before the sun came up in the morning oh and my gosh yeah it was it was motivating because I was here with other people that were waking yes. up at 5 a.m and doing the thing whether it's like they were getting off of a night shift and they're doing their evening post-work workout or they're mm-hmm. you know us me going there before work it was it was nice so it sounds like for both of us a group environment makes us most comfortable yeah for sure okay because when I was doing my personal trainer thing I also did not like the one-on-one attention which to your point was kind of surprising yeah I I I mean I've never tried it and maybe I I won't knock it until maybe I try it one day but I just feel I do feel that same apprehension or that same 
that you're you're getting at where it's like this very focused attention and I don't know if I would thrive in that situation who knows but I I will say that um I do go to I do feel more comfortable in a gym like a normal gym when I'm with a friend that could tell Mm. me what to do (laughs) Mm -hmm. or like guide me or I ask them I ask them what they're working on that day and we kind of do similar things and they could help me adjust the machines if I need to need them to or you know help push me a little bit right um and and usually what I've done to combat my potential uncomfortableness about a normal gym is I have a workout in my notes so that I could clearly follow it and not have to be wandering around but so in terms of environment having someone a buddy Mm -hmm. or a group works for both of us Mm -hmm. and I guess for a lot of people because they're showing up to the same things that we're (laughs) showing up to (laughs) I also I'm not gonna lie music is important to me but I yeah. hate having to choose the music. Really? So, yeah, I, you know, I kind of get caught up in either listening to the same songs or trying to find a, a workout playlist that I like. Mm. And I don't, I like being in control of a lot of things. But when it comes to working out, I don't want to control the music. At Soul Cycle and at Berries, they are in control of the music. And I, I kind of like, it's almost that idea of, listening to the radio where you don't know what's going to come up next. And so right. you're like, Ooh, what's going to happen? Oh, I like this one. Yeah. This one's really motivating. And That's true. it's just interesting to worry about one less thing while I'm focusing on working out. It's one less thing to think about. <laughs> I saw this TikTok on that, on the note of music in the gym. I saw this one TikTok of, this person he was working out next to this other person I guess didn't didn't uh know who he was but his airpods ran out of battery and the music kept playing on his phone that he had put <laughs> down to like record himself and it was some I think it was like a Mariah Carey song yeah or something yes. like that yeah. and um he got self-conscious at first because he's like <laughs> he didn't <laughs> He was self-conscious that he was, like, listening to, like, blasting Mariah Carey. And then the other person was, like, heard it. And then he started dancing to it and was vibing with it. So he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But, yeah, I no, I get that. it. It's, you know, having to have a go-to workout playlist, which I have a bunch on my phone that I would cycle through. But, you know, it's nice to be able to just rely on some, rely on someone else to pick yes, the vibe. Yes, to pick it. And to that note, that idea of dancing – not that I'm dancing at Barry's, but Soul Cycle. Sometimes, you know, I'm feeling it. I might be dancing a little on the bike, yeah. just uh, especially when they do themed rides. Oh my gosh, I did an ABBA themed ride one time. It was oh, amazing. It was I, the, I was in such a good mood for the rest of the day, because uh, then he also encouraged people to sing along too. Aww. It was so fun, and so I think that that club aspect. Where the environment is dark, there's loud music, everyone's sweating. It's basically like being at a club. That's true. So, yeah, yeah. what's not to enjoy? <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. It is like a club. When we went to Grit Cycle, that was a club. Yes. Oh, that was so fun. That was one really girl fun. was literally dancing. I don't know how she didn't fall off her bike. <laughs> She's clipped in. She's clipped in. <laughs> 
clip did. Okay. <laughs> well, if you had to pick one workout program or class then to recommend to our listeners, which would it be? Would it be a cycling class? I know that I pitched this question, but I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I already I'm trying got, to think of mine too. Because <laughs> I, I already brought two people with me to Barry's just because I enjoyed it so much, but if I had to pick one of the things that I've been doing, because I had also tried this kickboxing thing. What is it called? Nine round or something where you go in like a circuit. It's Round minutes. nine? Round nine. No, but I, nine round? I say nine round? Whatever. That's been fun. But if, okay, if I had to pick one, I think tried and true mm-hmm. would still be Soul Cycle. And if not Soul Cycle, then, then one of the other spin classes. But, and I say this with a big butt, I do not want to just be part of a spin class where all you do is talk about the next move. For me, a big portion of why I love Soul Cycle specifically, well, two things. One, there's usually some type of inspirational message happening. Uh-huh. And you can sit down when you need to. They encourage you to go at your own pace. But they also push you to just like add a little more. Just push just a little bit harder. And then, you know, they, they kind of tie it into let go of what's not serving you. Just like adding those the yoga mental stuff. health. Yeah, that yoga-esque stuff. And then there's always... One song, After Arms, where they turn off the lights and the instructor stops talking and it's just you and the bike. And sometimes it'll be a soulful song. Sometimes it's an inspirational song. It's my cry time. I just cycle I in the dark like and cry. Time. You don't like that time? No. I don't cry now. Well, it depends, on, you know, what I'm going through. <laughs> yeah, recently I haven't been crying as much, but like when things were hard the past few months, huh. it was my cry time. And it was nice because no one could see me or hear me. And it and, and it was done after that I three minutes. Yeah. They play a pump up song and I'm back. And like, you know, it was just a good time to reset. So I'd have to recommend, I think, Soul Cycle. That would be my my plug. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I don't know. <laughs> I dragged you to Soul Cycle too. <laughs> that we was like tried a while Soul ago. Cycle. Yeah, we tried that was, that was season one. Of our one. Tries. Yeah, season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go back and listen to that if you're curious about how our first time how our went. first Soul Cycle experience was. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a, a program you'd recommend or a class? I don't think I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think though an activity that I do encourage folks who can is to go for that walk jog honestly Mm. because i have actually been reintroducing walks into my wind down period after work my therapist says that i need it's a non-negotiable that i need to so uh your therapist recommended hot girl walks hot girl walks Yes, apparently. You know, I've been incorporating that and it's been just nice to be outside, just away from my screen. Yeah. And then then it could, like you said, Vanessa, it's like maybe your body will let you run at one mm-hmm. point or jog. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do enjoy going to the track and sometimes I have a good time running, but sometimes it's a tough day running and it's fine because it's, it's still a good time because I got myself outside enjoying the weather enjoying being not in front of a tv or a screen so highly recommend going outside for a walk jog because then maybe you'll find yourself running four miles i don't know accidentally you it's happened you never know you really never know (laughs) know. (laughs) might end up at a different beach by the end of your run (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking from experience, are we? Um, maybe. Maybe. Well, thank you all so much for listening today. We hope that you find the physical activity that makes you feel the best. And when you do, share it with us so we can try it too. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so tune in then. Bye.